Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You found Fantasy Football Weekly Micro. A deep dive on one player. In just five to ten minutes. Now here's your host, Paul Charchian. Fantasy Football Weekly Micro Edition. I'm Paul Charchian. My co-host, as usual, Tyler Canabley. Usual for these, for the micros. Yep. Yeah. You're my. You're the micro guy. I am the micro guy. Are they hey, calling I'll you take that around that. town now? Is uh, that... I can't say I've had anybody come and ask for autographs yet. <laughs> as the micro guy. Yeah. Would you sign with your your real name, or would you sign as the micro, micro guy? guy? Maybe maybe a combination of both. Tyler, the micro guy, guy, (laughs) Canabley. There's my new Twitter handle. I like it. Uh, There might be somebody you'd like us to break down and one of these micro editions. We encourage you to tweet at us the players you'd like us to break down. At Paul Charging on Twitter, at Tyler Canabley, K-N-A-E-B-L-E. Soon to be the micro guy. The micro guy. (laughs) You should change it to the micro guy. Uh. You know it's probably gone. It probably is, yeah. Oh, you should check. wonder who has that. I'd, I'd like to know. Um, today and this week, we're breaking down all non-rookies, but so these are all veteran players who are came out winners for various reasons on draft day. Who do you want to talk about today? I can't even believe when we're talking about this guy, but Cam Akers, mm-hmm. running back 34 last year, currently going off the board as RB24. Yeah. He was a winner because the only running back they drafted was Zach Evans in the fifth round, who doesn't seem like a threat right now. And right. Kyron Williams, who they drafted last year, didn't do anything with the opportunity he was given last year. So Cam Akers seems to be the RB, the RB one here, in in the well, with the Rams. The Rams, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, which is says plenty. It, you know, every I think most of our listeners know it was a tale of two seasons for Zach. And while we get plenty of things wrong on this show, man, did we nail Cam Akers. We spent all August begging you not to draft Cam Akers. And he was brutal through the first 12 weeks. He was arguably the biggest bust in fantasy football. Do you know where he finished? Which RB number he finished at through 12 weeks without looking? No, I don't. RB 74. So tough. It's so bad. So tough. <laughs> 32 teams in the league. That means if you took the top two running backs off of all 32 teams, that gets you to 64 players. Cam Akers wasn't better than those guys. I'm sure you were doing a huge victory lap after the opening night game where he had maybe two carries, and everyone was like, what's going, <laughs> going on, on here? Right, what's right. going on? There was some of that. I won't lie. There was, You know what there was? There was some peacocking. I'm not, you know. Yep. It's it's true. It absolutely happened. But let's give Cam Akers credit. And, you know, the Rams stuck with him, I think, in part just because they have a choice. But week 13 onward, where did he finish? 
He was the RB3. Three. From weeks 13 to 17. That is insane. I can't even believe that's a real stat. When I saw, when I looked it up, mm-hmm. I said, that can't be right. I had to make sure my settings were right and all the, right, right. the filters. I was like, there's no way that's possible. But I think when you look at kind of what he was working with, this O-line was terrible. It was awful terrible. last year. Uh, Pro Football Focus ranked the run-blocking line at 19th. I don't think they were nearly that good. Guys in and out all season, lots of injuries. And with the offensive line, they spent their 36th pick on a guard center from TCU named Steve Avila. Um, it was viewed as a reach pick, but still, hey, we'll take it. Yep. Offensive line help. Always good. And returning from injury, they get their big their tackle back, Joe Noteboom, who's very important to that offense. And obviously, they get Cooper Cup back. They get Matthew Stafford back. So the offense is going to get better for the Rams, Tyler. So, you know, there's reason to believe just the whole offense gets better. Your Cam Akers, nobody's stealing a nobody's stealing a goal line carry from Cam Akers. What's his touchdown upside? His touchdown. I mean, I feel like we're kind of just fast, like rewinding to what we were talking about him last year because it seemingly is the same situation. It didn't go as planned for him, but it's the same. It's still got McVay. He's still got Stafford. He's still mm-hmm. got all these weapons that can be a high scoring offense. His touchdown off, upside in this offense, assuming Stafford stays healthy, Cup stays healthy, you still have all these guys. He can be like a, a 10 to 12 plus touchdown guy. He can be easily. double digits. Yes, he can. For sure. Yeah. Because there's nobody else to steal a goal line carry from him. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, that's that counts for a lot. And I made notes of this. We actually did a whole Fantasy Football Weekly podcast in February. That was things to remember for next year. One of them was Cam Akers looked good. He legitimately looked good. It was not a mirage. He looked spry. He is. He, I mean, he's another... A uh, year removed from that Achilles injury mm-hmm. that he suffered a couple years back, so he can only be more explosive than he was last season. And when he wasn't like out there, Daryl Henderson was a very smash hit in fantasy uh, two yeah, seasons two ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, when when Acres was out and that offense was rolling, Henderson I can't remember off the top of my head, but must be was like a top 15, 20 guy. Yeah, he was okay. So he was okay, yeah. and we like to think Cam Akers is a lot better than. Dale Henderson, who they tried to like get rid of a yeah, lot right, of times. It, it, fe- it felt yes. like they tried to get yes. rid of him and just like give like other guys like Malcolm Brown a ton of work. But Dale Henderson was the guy who kind of just took over that backfield. All right, so you know, let's let's talk about where Cam Akers is going. We think he's got double digit touchdown upside for sure. Um, I'm going to assume he's going to play all the games because I almost always do that unless they have some reason to think you won't play all the games. I think Cam Akers sits at like you said, ten to twelve touchdowns sounds about right. Maybe more if. You know, if you told me he's going to get a typical team will run the ball from inside the five yard line thirty times in a season, Cam Akers is going to get almost all thirty if he converts that into twelve touchdowns just from inside the five. That's you know all very reasonable, and now he's looking at fifteen touchdown upside, which would be crazy. So let's see if other people have sniffed this thing out and where where's he going nationally? What's his where's Cam Akers ADP right now? I saved this one because I knew we were going to talk about it. Isaiah Pacheco, who we just talked about on a fantasy uh, yeah, football with micro. Yeah. He's going at the same spot? Is that yeah, what you no, mean? that's what I'm saying, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. As Pacheco. Mm-hmm. But he gives Cam Akers, gives you, in theory, a little more upside, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely more, I think, a little bit more passing work. I mean, there's not, they don't really necessarily have a receiving back who you look at and be like, that's their receiving back, that's mm-hmm. their third down back. I think Cam Akers could play a role there as well. So, I think so what's I, the ADP? What's Cam Akers' ADP? His ADP is RB twenty four. All right, so people are, so people are kind of onto this. 
Well, he finishes RB3 in December, so forward. So, you know, 24 means there's still some hesitancy out there. But it's a a lot of names. We've identified a lot of upside upside here. Yeah. All right. So we got Isaiah Pacheco, the first one. Who'd you rather have? Uh, I think given that Cam Akers doesn't really have anybody to compete with him, well, neither is Pacheco, but as we discussed in the Pacheco thing, this offense just doesn't go through him, and he doesn't catch. I think I'm taking Cam Akers. I think I am, too. Yep. Newly acquired Philadelphia Eagles running back DeAndre Swift. Yeah, I'm out. He'll just be a committee backfield. So you're not in on Swift at all? Nope. all? Nope. I think he's the most explosive running back they have on that team. Yeah, and that's why the Lions took uh, Jameer Gibbs with pick 12. Yeah, I'm just I they know they know everything there is to know about Swift and they don't want him on the team. But you don't think DeAndre Swift has some similar upside that Sanders had last season? No. Okay. Stylistically, totally different guys. Fair enough. Nope, nope, not interested. All right. No. Rashad White. Rashad White. Uh, it all. Why does it always come back to Rashad White? Man, we've talked about that guy a lot. Rashad White gives me the PPR upside that Akers does not have, but I don't think he's got the touchdown upside that Akers has got. And at the end of the day, I want touchdowns. Fair enough. I'm going to go Cam Akers. Yeah, I'm going to go Cam Akers as well. All right. All right. Javante Williams. Let's say he plays. Yeah, too much unknowns with the Let's say he plays 12 12 games, though. Let's say he misses the first four and he plays 12. See, here's just philosophically, Tyler. I don't like drafting guys that have an unknown timetable and I'm going to like miss September and early October with because now I'm. There's too much risk that I'm one and four and my season is circling the drain and I'm making desperate moves. I'm making bad moves, desperate moves. I got to win now. I hate that stuff. I, I want to win early. Give me guys with the early schedule that's great, guys that don't have the encumbrance of injury and all the other things early on, and then I'll move those guys and I'll sell high when my team's four and one. I hate being, I hate starting one and four. See, the thing is, I, is I'm totally with you. I don't like to draft injured players. Don't draft for injury because then injuries are going to come back and find you. So I'm, I'm with you on that. All right. But... Something about these Sean Payton running backs that I just, <laughs> yeah, I'm just getting Mark Ingram, Kamara, Latavius Murray, all these guys in my head. And it, it intrigues me. They've it intrigues me, Javante yeah. Williams, yeah. but I'll go Cam Akers. Okay. Last one, Damian Pierce. You know how I feel about Damian yep. Pierce. It's not yeah, yeah. close. Yep. I, I love Damian Pierce. They're going to throw to him more this year. I just, I love, I just, I, I love what they're building in Houston. I'll go Damian Pierce as well. So right. kind of, we're kind of wishy washy on Akers' ADP right now. A little bit. Yep. But I'm, you know, but I'm, I'm seeing upside that I would not have expected in Cam Akers had we not talked this through, and that's the whole purpose. So you're not going to tell your, tell all the listeners to not draft him no matter what this season. Yeah, that was last year's advice. Yeah. Uh, but you know, hey, game changes. Yeah, got to do different things, and we're, we're going to move on. Yeah, because we, yeah, we get to do that here. This year it's going to be Traylon Burks. You're going to tell everyone not <laughs> to draft. Not <laughs> I, I might. Yep. I might. That might that might be happening. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll find out. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, we as always and not sure about the status of next week's fantasy football weekly micros. Might have them, might not. There's vacation time. There's scheduling. We got some things we got to work through. But we inc- we encourage you to uh, obviously subscribe and continue listening anyway. No matter what, we will be here for sure with our regular fantasy football weeklies next week. Fantasy Football Weekly is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.